It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How much time till we're on? I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello and welcome to a Thursday night edition of Sports Day. Coming to you live from Suncorp Stadium ahead of Thursday night football, SCN League coming up. Mark Raybrook, Scotty Sattler and Matt Rogers calling that game for you tonight. They'll be on the air from 7 o'clock. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast, SEN Track. Those listening through SEN Fanatic and, of course, the SEN app. Download that from wherever you get your apps from. We are here with thanks to Kia and World Gym. And, Scotty Sattler, you are pumped for round 27 of the NRL. I am pumped. I, and I love being at Suncorp Live as well because we are expecting a huge crowd here and, and always expecting a huge crowd, even though the, the, the number one teams aren't playing for both sides. This is always going to be a big matchup. But, well, they've got the biggest crowd on average in the NRL and have for a number of years, the Brisbane Broncos, but potentially playing for, well, not potentially, they are playing for a, a minor premiership tonight, which is such a great achievement for a guy like Kevy Walters, who this time last year when they bundled out of the, uh, of the well, not making the finals, it was a bad capitulation towards the end of the season. Many were questioning whether he was actually, whether he has got the tools to be an NRL coach. So tonight he's got the opportunity to, uh, to wrap up the minor premiership. The last time they did that, he captained the Broncos to round final win yeah, over the Roosters. Eh? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't be happier for Kevy if they if they I mean put South behind. I'm a side. I'm a South fan, but you know if 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 South don't make it or get bundled out, I'm I'm on board with the Broncos. I just I, I, Kevy's a great bloke and he deserves what? success. He had, he had such daddy. I've, I'm I'm calling it. Oh no, actually after the Warriors. All right, but I'd love Kevy to taste success this year. I really would. You know, I just. Such a good bloke. He went through a hell of a year last year. They were sitting in the top four and then missed the eight. Mm. Um, and he's turned this team around. In fact, right now, Sats, um, in front of us, we've got Kebra Park versus Ipswich. Yeah, this is the Mick Hancock Cup, which is under 14s. How it's many of these kids do you reckon will be playing for the Broncos down the track? Hopefully a couple out there uh, tonight. By the way, John mm-hmm. Cartwright is going to join us. Uh, great, talk about great guys. Unbelievable but, Yeah, guy. great guy, Johnny Cartwright. Um, and he, both he and Kevy have been very good friends, and they became very good friends from the 1990 Kangaroo Tour. Um, and we will ask John Cartwright about uh, the time. There was 19... an international incident, wasn't there? 1990, they both tried to get into a, a bar <laughs> in France, and it was one of those doors where, you know, it's got the ice slide, where, yep. and they knocked on the door, and the, the slide opened up, and the guy looked through, and he said, they had a couple too, in, hadn't they? Yeah, in French, whatever. You know, Bonjour. Get, yeah, get lost. We want to come in. Closed it. Knocked again, slid open. We want to come in, get lost. Yeah. 
Third time, it was just a spray of mace that came through <laughs> and maced both of them. And the coppers turned up to yeah. take their complaint. Yeah. And the coppers stole Kevy's camera. <laughs> well, that's fair. God, imagine what was on that camera. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get involved in the show tonight, 0457 736 736 uh, for our New Zealand listeners. Your text number is 8833. Or you can give us a call, 1300 01 1170. Don't forget to follow us on TikTok. Sports Day SEN, Instagram SENQ and Twitter, Sports Day uh, New South Wales. We've also got our warm-up segment tonight for Ream where we'll look at this this clash tonight. Look, yeah, the big guns aren't playing, but it should still be a, a pretty good game. Can I just say, even though the big guns aren't playing, there is so much at stake tonight with this game. And the Brisbane Broncos are putting, well one of the most important games in their, in their recent history with where they're standing, where they're sitting and, w- and what they can achieve tonight, they're putting that in the hands of a group of rookies. Mm. So Melbourne are going to finish, best case scenario, third, depending on what happens with the Warriors against the Dolphins on Saturday. But this Broncos side, they're, they're putting, their, they're putting their, their minor premiership in the hands of a group of rookies, which, yep. which is a huge amount of pressure. And that's what I love about this game. Can these young players, for both these sides, can yeah. they stand up? So there's still a lot of movement in the top four. I mean, we talk about the bottom end. Mm. We've got all these players, trying, uh, teams trying to squeeze into the top eight. But the top end, is there an advantage then for the Broncos to play Thursday night? Or would you rather play Friday night after knowing the Thursday result? Oh, no, I, I think you've... I think you try and strike a blow really early. Just get it out of the way. Send a message to the rest of the comp where the minor premiers. Yeah, these guys won't be playing next week. Yep. Yeah. To that. 200 grand on the line as well. Yeah, which the players don't get, which I th- think is a shame. Can it go towards like... Uh, End of season trip? No. Yeah. Why can't it? Because it's a... That's it's, a company expense. Well, it's classed as a benefit you could, to the player. Look, again, I'm not handing out financial advice because mm-hmm. seek your own. Mm-hmm. But couldn't you put it like run it through stationery or, or courier charges or something like that? Or on mail. The or mail. Mail, yeah. You know, we, we had a year where we went through a lot of staples mm. and we needed it. Hey, what about <laughs> what do you think of this thing tonight with uh, Flegler going to the, the Dolphins next year? Uh, He's the, captain tonight. Yes, he is. Yep. And, the, and the Broncos players are encouraging fans to turn up with a banana yeah. because he's a banana bender, right? He's from Tully. Yeah. So he's we're banana bananas. Yeah. yeah. So turn up with a banana. Uh, initially, they wanted you to throw your bananas onto the field. That's been. Well, Suncorp Stadium have come out with a. They want everyone to salute with their banana at the eighth minute because you obviously wear jersey number eight. Number eight, yeah. But the Suncorp Stadium have come out with a statement today, and this is fair income. They've said, please refrain from throwing your bananas on the field. Now, last time anything got thrown on Suncorp Stadium slash Lang Park was Origin when Wally got sin binned. Deservedly so. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> so don't throw your banana on the field. But come on, that's reveal, ridiculous. Exactly, Tubes. What I can reveal is, as we were walking in here, I saw two guys out the front dressed as B1 and B2. That's fair income. Right. Right. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. That's, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. And can I ask this question? <laughs> what? If they actually become, if B1 and B2, the two supporters that dressed up as bananas, actually do a pitch invade, yeah. are they classed as streakers? Uh... Have they peeled back any of their costume, like the the skin? Has the skin so been peeled back? So is the skin back? their clothing? That's their. That's their. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's if if they don't have any skin on them, then they're nude. You know what? It, by saying by the Suncorp Stadium coming out saying, "Please don't throw your bananas on the happen. field." Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, of course it oh, And I'm going to go down and collect them all because you know how expensive bloody bananas are? They are. You're right. You're right. You know, <laughs> you know the bananas that have got like a red tip on them? Like yeah, a red... they're the organic what's, ones. What's that mean? They're the expensive ones your miso's buying. No, but... What, oh, you've got them at your house, What does you? it really mean, the the red tip? There's like a it's, red, yeah, like a yeah, waxy yeah. tip on top of yeah, the banana. Yeah, that's to indicate that they're expensive. So they're not the cheap so ones. I'm not a banana eater. But they're so like I've, organic. I've never known what that was Do for. Do you have them in your house? Does Rebecca buy everything organic? No. My wife makes a lot of banana bread, which I like. Yeah, nice. But I don't like bananas per se. Right. Well, I'm collecting all the bananas tonight, and I'm living off banana splits well, you all are weekend monkey, with, so. nuts, mm. with nuts and chocolate syrup. Hey, uh, what else is coming up tonight? Oh, I wanted to talk, talk to you about, and I want our listeners' input on this, on 0457 736 736. How's the top eight going to look at the end of the weekend? You know, is it is it going to be Broncos? If they win tonight, they're in the minor premiership, right? And Melbourne will finish. Souths just have to win. And then that, Full stop. that kills off the Cowboys and the Roosters. Is that right? The, the, the team that's in the firing line is Canberra. If Canberra lose to the Sharks at Shark Park, which there is every chance because it is a really tough place to win. Yeah. They've got no Josh Papali'i, no Corey Horsburgh yeah. as well. Yeah, but if Souths win and they they're lose... In. They're, yeah, if Canberra, Canberra lose, yeah. there's... Uh, an opportunity for someone to jump in there, but not if, not if, if the. This is so confusing. So, if the, so, so if the Cowboys lose. If Canberra lose and the Cowboys win, Cowboys yep. jump in. Right, but if the yep. Cowboys lose, they're gone. Gone. So the Raiders don't have to win. In that case, no. Yeah, they're, they're so. The Penrith Panthers will know what situation they're in. I mean, yeah, they're playing finals. They're, they're top two. But what I'm saying is. They have the possibility. They have the chance to decide who plays yep. in the top eight. Now, do they want South? They'll know whether South have won or lost. Oh, you do talked they to me want, about this earlier. Do today. they want South in this the top eight? Well, AJ Brimson, who's a current player in the NRL, was interviewed by Joel and Fletch, and they said to him, "Is there a team that can challenge Penrith?" And he said, "The only team I think that can challenge Penrith are Brisbane and the Bunnies." No chance. As a Bunnies fan, no chance. Well. Well, they went through, what, seventh position two years ago to go through to a grand final. You know who can challenge them? The Warriors. No, I, I, you know, I you agree. Know, you, you said this last week on Sports Day. The unpredictability brings the Panthers undone because they're so well drilled, right? And Parramatta, they just threw caution to the wind. They just... Well, any team that is really good defensively, and that's why you're one of the best teams because you are so good defensively. Melbourne over the years, at, at times, you couldn't penetrate them at all. And for Penrith, for a number of years now, really tough to penetrate them because if you try and go toe-to-toe with them, defensively, yeah. they just strangle you to death and, and put you out of the game. But with teams that are really good defensively over the years, if you could mix a game up a little bit against Melbourne, offloads, pass the ball, um, two or three passes, get it to the edges, try not to get too technical and boring here. But we saw that with Penrith last week, that teams that are willing to just you know, go down short sides, play outside the outside the edges a little bit, has the opportunity to rattle them. So the Warriors can do that. <coughs> right, yeah. The Broncos definitely can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think the Warriors and Broncos are a better chance of beating them. There we the go. Rabbitos. Kenny from Mermaid on the text line. Red tip bananas are ripened on the plant. So are they... So how does the how does the wax grow on it? What is that out of later? <laughs> later. Is that a special... Se- All right, gotcha. Mm. Hey, uh, let's talk about uh, the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gus came out. He's got a very exciting uh, podcast. You've got to stop. Tackles. You've got to stop this. No, I won't. Not and until I think, he apologises. And I think the least. I think the listeners 
might agree that you need to stop this crusade. He needs to apologise to the Rabbitohs and Latrell. Mate, look at your own team. It's imploding here, Gus. Mm -hmm. Your little magic dust that you sprinkle over the Bulldogs. All those Chinese meals. No good, huh? Anyway, going back to his podcast called Six Tackles. He's defended Cameron Serralda. So he should. Yeah, and we agree with that. And oh, so you're not going to have a go at him about that? <laughs> no, I'm going to have a go at him about something else. Okay. So he's defended Cameron, and yep. he's also defended the club. Cameron Serraldo has at all times defended his coaching style and the type of training that we're doing at the Bulldogs, and we all support that wholeheartedly. No one's walked out, I can tell you that. No one's walked out of anyone. Uh, certainly no player has complained to us at the club about uh, anything around training or culture. They all work extremely hard. Um, it's good to know now that the public understands how hard they work, because at times when you watch this play, you'd wonder whether or not they did. You know, it gets hard for some, it gets too hard for, for others, but you know, the ones that come out the other side are the ones that you... You, you want to, to build your club around, and it's as simple as that. And, he, and he's right. And as said last night, Cameron Seraldo, if he continues to you know, not stray away from his convictions and what he wants to try and achieve at that club, and I, know, I know the Bulldogs have been built on this real hard work ethic, but successful clubs all have great work ethics. Mm. Okay, so he's trying to instill that back into the Bulldogs with players that want to work hard and know what it takes to to be successful. Now he's got Blake Taft coming to the club next year. I think it's a good signing. He's got Stephen Crichton, who's a great signing. Two players that have come from clubs that are used to playing around finals time yep. each and every year. So he's on the right path. With Cameron Seraldo, who is a hell of a nice guy and a very good coach, he come from a club that knows what you have to do to have success. Yes, he's got a different group of players who have been together for a long time at Penrith, but they work hard. They don't complain. Yeah. They know what they want to try and achieve, and they do it all together as a, as a united group. So with Cameron Seraldo, this will make or break him. Yeah. So it'll make him in a sense that he'll get a group of players there eventually, two or three years. You probably give him three years to get that group together that he wants and see what they're achieving. How uh, you, so because if he does it, Because if his hard-line approach, it could have a an, a... An opposite effect, a little bit like Michael Maguire at, well, at the West the, Tigers. That's the question. Is this generation okay with that? I mean, how can how, is it how it's executed? You look at the Panthers, probably they'd probably have one of the toughest. Well, most well dis, got, they'd be very disciplined, right? Well, they've got a group of players that have played a lot of rugby league to play together and over tasted the years. Success, and junior right? reps, and they're just used to winning as yeah. they come through junior reps and they so all why is it Australia together. Why is it okay at some clubs like the Pan the Panthers, the Storm, uh, the Roosters, and even the Rabbitohs that it it it's okay to be disciplined and, and show a bit of tough love? And you see both sides. Look at Bellamy, you know, for God's sake. But why, why is it not okay with other clubs? Is it because it's, it's, they're not used to it? With Bellamy, he's got an aura about him anyway. And you're going to the Melbourne Storm knowing that historically you are going to train harder and put your body into the most darkest of places you've never been to before, and you're going to be doing that consistently. So you're going down there with an open mind. <coughs> also with coaches, Woogie, it's, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's what I'm saying. Is it about the execution? If you don't have an aura about you, like your Bellamy's, Junior, yeah. like your Bellamy's, like your Bennett's, yeah. um, if you don't have that, set, that aura about you, even like your Gus's, like they can be really tough on people as coaches, because they've got that aura about it. You know what you're going into. But when you're a, a rookie head coach, um, don't get me wrong, I love the angle that Cameron Seraldo's taking. Yeah, I yeah. really do. 
sometimes, depending on what the group you've got is, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we'll get to your text and a phone call in just a moment. Uh, but Daddy, oh, Daddy Vass, our producer, mm-hmm. could you just play a bit of that uh, Gus talking on his Six Tackles podcast again for me? Cameron Serraldo has at all times defended his coaching style yeah, and the type of training that we're doing. I want to ask the that's listeners. That's zero an four, exciting podcast. 0457 for our Kiwi listeners who are only just getting used to Woogie over, you know, listening to sports over the last few weeks. And get out to Staffy out there as well, one of our colleagues who listens to the show in New Zealand, in Auckland. If there was a cage fight in the middle of Suncorp Stadium, <laughs> 50,000 people, yeah. in one corner, the blue corner, yep. is Jason Woogie Matthews. Yep, in the red it. corner yep. is Phil Gus Gould. I could take him. Three rounds. Yeah, I got him. Listeners, who's winning that battle? Yeah. Are you going to be in my corner? Are you got to be in my corner. That's, that's Woogie running out, shaking his hands like his, his show that's hands. Me trying to his squeeze, dance hands. That's me trying to squeeze into my wrestling lycra. That's what that is. I'm saying Gus Gould is a dollar one to what? win that. How much, how much talcum powder do you think I'll need to get into my... And should I wear a gimp mask or something? I don't know. What do you wear on your head? Or you'd wear, a, you'd wear like an, an eight ball in your mouth. <laughs> it's like on Pulp Fiction. Oh uh, no, that's no, not going there. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What would my wrestling name be? Yeah, I need one because let's make this happen. Yeah. All right. I shan't be listening to that podcast, by the way. Uh, your mate Glenn is on the. So phone. your wrestling name? What would your wrestling name be? I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I need some inspiration. Mm. I think we got the we got the the human yeah. beanbag, <laughs> butterball. <laughs> I don't know. What goes with W? Wanker. <laughs> you can't do that. No, mm. I don't want children holding up cards with the, the anchor word on it. Yeah. Can't have that. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or double eight double eight uh, double eight double three if you're in New Zealand. Your mate Glenn's on the line. Hey Glenn. How are you, buddy? Hello, Trance. Hello, Justin. Uh wanker, mate. But that's not what I call for, and I'm not reading this. All right, you're right. No, no, you're off, mate. Swearing for swearing, you're out. See you, mate. You can't say that. What? You can't say that. What other word? He didn't say it. No, but he can't. He's banned. He inferred it. He's banned. But but, I'm on every night next week. No, he's he's gone. No, he's not banned unless the button gets pushed. And you're not there to push the button. Daddy Vass is in the studio. How did Daddy let that go to air? He played it there, (laughs) Turn him down. He's gone. We've got to get. We've got to go to a break. You know why? Because the wonderful hey, boys, we've also got assist- danger there. Oh, oh are they got- together? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, mate. No more, no more, Glenn. I'm on all week next week. He's not getting on. No, he should be on. No, he's not. He's one of Have our, you seen his? He's the chairman text? of the WAC pack. Have you seen his stupid? I, put, I read, put danger on. Red rooster, rooster muzzle. Can I give you my tip real quick? Yeah, go danger. I got Brisbane. I got Brisbane by 13 points tonight. Anley, yep. Sydney. Dolphins, North Melbourne, uh, sorry, North Queensland, Newcastle, Titans, and the Sharks. So you're saying the Roosters' danger will beat the Bunnies? Yeah. That's yeah. a one-week ban. No, I'm saying the Bunnies, bunnies are going to win. Sorry, I've got... Oh, I've got buddy, uh, Yeah, sorry, no. I'll bugger that up. I've got Brisbane, Manly, um, South Sydney, the Rabbitohs, yep. the Dolphins... North Queensland, Newcastle, Titans and Sharks. So Dolphins to beat the the Warriors and North Queensland to beat the Panthers. 
Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they're going to come out like Parramatta did the other week and, um, and like you say, play outside the bloody square. If they yeah. play inside that square, they're gone. They've got to yeah. come on out, firing, and don't give them a chance. That's the only way you're going to beat Penrith. Yeah. How's your health, Danger? Yeah, how are you feeling, Danger? Are you good? Yeah, I'm coming, coming along real well. I'm just sitting here and uh, having a nice cup of tea and a biscuit. And, um, oh. yeah. What sort of uh, biscuit? I just thought I'd give you my tip. What um, biscuit, they're, Danger? They're called Nye. Oh, not yeah, yeah. They're the ones with the sugar on top. Yeah, yep. beautiful. Danger, have a nice weekend, mate. Enjoy your footy. You too, boys. Thanks. I've got to go to a break because we've got John Cartwright standing by. Just quickly, yep. Glenn has sent a text through going something, and I promise he won't read it. No, you're right. Cheers, Hoverboard Pete, Glenn's proud neighbour and manager. Oh, wow. Well, isn't Pete going to go broke? And Kenny also says, Oldback will be woogie, and I'll join him also. The two tubbies. Ken from Mermaid, thanks yeah. for that. Uh, lovely. <laughs> I'm actually looking all right at the moment, Kenny. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, Broncos assistant coach, John Cartwright. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Madden. Madden gets it on. Cobo's already got two. There's no one in front of him. Selwood Cobo will score. And Cobo off the back of a magnificent, outrageous reach whilst run. Cashes in with his third. Oh, how many times have we heard that uh, this year from the Brisbane Broncos sitting pretty in the top two of the NRL in 2023? Final round match tonight. Yes, tonight at Suncorp Stadium against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, 18 players out of this game, Sats, but I tell you what, neither side will be taking this game lightly. Good chance to see some young talent from, from the Q Cup in both sides as well. Absolutely. And yeah. the assistant coach from the Broncos is joining us right now, John Cartwright. Carty, welcome to Sports Day. Thanks for having me, boys. Must be uh must be nice to be able to rest some players ahead of the finals. Yeah, sure it was, mate. It's, mate. it's been right up until the last couple of weeks, I suppose, so you know, the the top four was sorted. Um top two big advantage to get that home semi, so it was sort of Pretty much a no-brainer once you guarantee that top two. That anyone with a niggle or uh, you know something, even you know the players like Reece Walsh, most of them would have played at a at a pinch. But just great to have that luxury to freshen them up uh, going into a big game uh, next week. Yeah, you're in the right, don't you, Cardi? But with that, the conversations you have with players, uh, are players given the option to to play, or are they basically told by the coach yourselves and and the performance staff that you know. It's probably best that you you rest this one and and we'll make the decision for you. Yeah, mate. I think it sort of came down to uh, we either rest them all or or play them all. Um, you know, depending on experience, they're young fellas. They want to play, so you haven't got much chance of getting a yes if you ask them. So I think Kevy sort of had a conversation with the senior players, uh, and it was sort of decided, you know, that it, we either play the lot or you know we we rest as many as we can. There's still a a sprinkling of guys there, but you know they're guys that haven't played uh, 
a lot of footy recently, um, and you know, giving them every chance to be ready for the for the big game next week. Twenty three years, Cardi, since the club has won a, a minor premiership, and that was back in the year that Kebby was the captain and, and won it in two thousand. So, you as coaches, when you're sitting around having your coffee and having your meetings, whatever it may be, how much, how important is it that the club missing out in the finals last year? that you do get the minor premiership, or is it just about finishing in that top two and getting a home final? Oh, look, we'd like to win the minor premiership, mate. I've got no doubt. Uh, yeah, you know, we went through the origin period where we didn't play. I think we played them once after to back up, and then the other time, we, or twice, I think, we went over to, to the Warriors who were at full strength, and we went over with, without our origin guys. Uh, we did also did it against the Bulldogs down at Belmore. Uh, so it's not as though, you know, it's just a, a pick and hope this week. There's, there's strategy behind it. But, you know, it so happens that Melbourne are resting a lot as well. And uh, it's a good, really great feeling. You know, it's like mate, when young kids make their debuts, they've been training with you all year and probably not thinking they're going to get a chance. And it's, it's come out of the blue. Um, and just to see, you know, fellas like uh, Deloise Hoyter and uh, Jordy Pereira, they, they, they're great, great squad players and... and Probably would be NRL players at a lot of places, so it's it's a, it's an op, it's a, something that's been earned, and it's also a great you know great night for Josh Rogers and um, young. Uh, you to help me out there. Well, yeah, too many knocks Deloise in the head, mate. And, uh, yeah. Blakey Moser, yeah, you know, Blakey Moser and Joshy Rogers making their debuts. It's it's a great night for for them and their families. Yeah, it's mm. been a big week for Josh Rogers, hasn't he? Kicked the winning field goal last weekend, and and now he's finding himself in a Broncos jersey this weekend. Cardi, at the start of the year, the coaching team, did you, did you, was your expectation to make top four or have you uh, over, uh, have, you, have you gone over your expectations for the season so far? I think uh, inwardly we were very confident, you know. Well, I think we were sitting fourth of about five or six games to go last year and, you know, the wheels came off and there was a lot of, we did a lot of, I suppose, digging to, to work out what we think happened there. And in the end of the day, it was just a combination of a lot of things. Um, so going into this year, now I know myself, I was, I was extremely confident of, of getting to that top four. Um, but it's, to be honest, mate, the side has probably, you know, gone better than I, I, I could have possibly thought. You know, I really thought we could finish around that fourth and, and get a couple of chances in the semis. But to be sit where we are, you know, we're probably two or three games ahead of what I thought we'd be. Yeah, Cardi nice. is a head coach, and you've been a head coach at the Gold Coast Titans, of course. And one of the great roles of being a head coach is to give players, like you, like you mentioned, is giving them their, their debuts. Is, do you see, and being able to play that role still as part of the coaching staff, seeing those young kids like your Josh Rogers and your Blake Moses, seeing the enjoyment and you know, having to call their parents and tell them it's going to be their first NRL game against the Melbourne Storm, must be one of the real rewarding parts of your role. As, as a head coach, mate, it, it, it's the best possible moment you can have. You know, it's it, when you're going really well. It's not something that you, you know, people probably think about too much. But Kevy's got to tell a lot of players every week that they're, you know, they're not not required for first grade, and that's some do deserve it. But sometimes, you know, you just got to go with you. This year, it's been form related. You know, we haven't had to make many changes because we've been winning games. So, been a long wait for a lot of them boys, and to be able to just especially the guys playing the first game, you know, that feeling like is, is, well, there's not many better things that you can do if, you know, all your life you've wanted to play NRL and you, and you get that tap on the shoulder and you, and you, all of a sudden you're out there. There's no better feeling. So you've got to do that in a, in a really tough, 
uh, environment sometimes. It's uh, yeah, it's your best job you can get as a coach. It's probably the near sellout at Suncorp starting against the Melbourne Storm. Now, there's a kid that I've been waxing lyrical about for about the last three years, Cardi, and Jace knows who I'm talking about. Mm. As young Blake knows who I've, I've watched a fair bit coming through Cabra Park and then playing for South, one of the feeder clubs. For any of the listeners out there, and without putting too much pressure on him, just give us a little bit of an insight of what you see from him as, a, as an assistant coach, some of his, his skills. Uh, look, he's got very good hands. He's got, he's got good vision. But he's, he's still only a baby. Like he's, he's going to be a big boy when he, when he grows up. You know, a lot of the hookers out there at the moment, they do become targets and they've got to make 50, 60 tackles a game and, and then you know, expected to be at every, dummy, every play the ball. It, it's a tough position to learn. And he's, he's been fortunate that he's, he's had this was his second pre-season with us uh, and he's been able to play a lot of uh, Q Cup, as you mentioned. So it's not going to happen overnight for him. It's, you know, he's got a couple of fellas there in front of him at the moment going really well, but it's, it's a great sign for the club. You know, I think if you look pretty much right through the squad, they're, they're all kids that have been brought through their development system and, you know, spent time uh, 15, 16, 17, and 18 years of age at their... Uh, you know, just across the road in, in the academy, and it's a it's a it's club really has done a fantastic job to to fill the squad the way they have with pretty much kids. You know, that they've they've had since well, at 50, sometimes younger than fifteen years of age. And uh, Blakey's another one coming through. Uh, really looking forward to seeing him go tonight. I'm not sure long how long he will get, but it's playing against the Storm. It'll be a, a tough initiation for him because uh, you know, matter when you play them, they make it tough for you. I can't wait for this round. I love it. I love it. There's so much at stake for this. And people think, oh, it's reserve graders playing. There's so much at stake for this game. And I love that uh, the pressure it's been putting on these young kids. Now, before we let you go, Cardi, I know it's game night. Really appreciate your time. You've got three great kids, beautiful kids, Jace. If, if you haven't met them, there's Eden and there's Lexi. There's Jed, yep. of yep. course. We watch Jed play each week. Now, one of our colleagues, former test bowler, Steve O'Keefe. Now, you've just, yeah. you've yeah. just given him permission to, to marry your daughter, Lexi. Now, did you have to think twice when he asked permission? Did he ask permission first and foremost? And how? He, he did, mate. He, <laughs> he, uh, he, well, we were just through uh, circumstance. I was up on, I was up away with football and uh, he, yeah, he was a, he must be a pretty romantic fella. So he's a, he's a good fella. I know he's, uh, he's got a few rough edges, but he's a good fella. Um, he planned a uh, holiday over in Italy for them. They had it planned for COVID, couldn't go. Anyway, long story short, he, he told me that he was uh, planning this holiday with Lexi over in Italy and he was going to ask him ask me for permission to marry him. So, you know, with that sort of build-up, how could I say no? <laughs> Fantastic. Hey? Fantastic. She keeps him on a leash, I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's pretty tough on him. <laughs> Yeah, Cardi, before we let you go, uh, good luck tonight. Good luck to, to Kevy as well, one of the nicest blokes in the game. Uh, if you win tonight, minor premiership, any plans for that 200 grand? Yeah, I, I, the, I know there's been a bit of talk around about that. I, I just think coaches, they, they, they're too far down the queue to get, a, get any sort of handle on that, mate. I'll, <laughs> I'll just have to follow a few of them around and buy, they can buy me a beer. Will you and Kevy go and revisit, use some of that money to revisit the French bar that you got maced in back in 1990? <laughs> oh, I, I, I do have plans to, to do that, uh, Sats. I, um, uh, I, I love like the photo. I had a great time. I'm not sure if they'll let me back in. Uh, Good stuff, Cardi. John Cartwright. Thanks, appreciate it. Sats, we appreciate your time on game day. Good luck tonight against the Storm. What a great Thursday night footy game. And good luck with the finals as well.
No worries. Thanks, folks. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, this is Sports Day coming to you live from Suncorp Stadium as we count down to SEN League's coverage of the Broncos versus the Storm. Mark Braybrook, Scotty Sattler and Rat Rogers, who hasn't appeared yet. Uh, he'll be here when he, when he feels like it, I guess. That coverage coming to you from 7 o'clock tonight. In the earlier game, we've got Kibra Park uh, leading Ipswich 8-6 with oh. eight, 18 and a half minutes to go. As I mentioned that, Kibra Park crossover for a try, make that 12 points to 6 with a, si a oh. kick to come. And we've had a player sent off. So the Kibra Park side has just scored a try. They actually also just had a player sent off. But why he yelled is a... Is a a pass from the the fullback to the number four for Kebra, and it was like a Matt Gidley like pass, flick. Out, uh, flick out the back of the hand. Now the number four here from Kebra, under 14s, mind you. Yeah, grade nine they are. Yeah, I'm led to believe that the I'm led he's, I'm led to believe this kid that Melbourne Storm. You're not allowed to sign them this young, but apparently Melbourne Storm are into are into this kid as a 14 year old. Half of these kids are bigger than your old teammate. Preston Campbell yeah. and they're only 14 That's <laughs> they're, they're <tiny laughs> yeah. hey listen uh, just quickly we want to get uh, some good oil here for Cobram Estate Prem Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil Aussie's off to a flyer in the T20s overnight uh, you may have missed it and I'll forgive you for that the game was at 2am this morning but the Aussies ended up winning by 111 runs against South Africa uh, Mitch Marsh 92 off 49 balls his first match is Australian skipper Satsi and also um, Tim David, what a magical performance from him as well. He hit 60-odd. Uh, he came in, the scores uh, were 4 for 74, and they put on over a 100-run uh, partnership. So well done to the boys. Can I just say, Mitch Marsh, he's... I mean, a lot of people were critical of Mitch Marsh years ago, and I was, I was one of those as well. And now he's... I was too, mate. Well, he's turned a lot of, of Australian cricketing fans, and it took yep. him a while to really sort of, I suppose be comfortable with what, what sort of cricket player he was. Yep. And it's now a shame, seeing what we're seeing and how much of a leader he is, how popular he is with his teammates, is that if he was a lot younger, there are many people in the cricketing circles are saying, this guy, this guy could be the captain of Australia for yep. a, a, long, a lot of years in, in a couple of the formats. Yep. Game yeah. two in that T20 clash. There is three games in the T20s. Uh, 2 a.m., Saturday morning you can catch that uh, action. So well done to the Aussies. And just a quick one too. What do you think about this, Sats? I love it. I love this. But the NRL has confirmed that Cronulla will host an elimination final at Points Bet Stadium, which holds 22,000. Well, some say plenty of fans will miss out. I love it. I love seeing finals in suburban grounds. And this, this comes up every year, right? I yeah. remember this exact same thing come up about Cronulla, I think, last year or the year before. I, if you finish high enough on the ladder and you get the opportunity to host a, an elimination final, then you deserve it. Yeah, because well, a lot of people got to remember that the, the clubs don't own the finals, the NRL do. That's so right. it sort of makes sense sometimes when the NRL takes them to big stadiums because more revenue. But I like this week one where you get to host yep. it at a, like you're saying, at a uh, suburban ground because you've earned the right for your fans to, to 
not have to drive 45, 50 minutes to whatever stadium they're going to play at, when normally the, a lot of the time they wouldn't travel to some of those big stadiums to watch. So if the Sharks were having, having to play their first final at, at Core Stadium or Allianz, yep. why do we need to get the fans who have turned yep. up each and every week to the home games? I, I love it. I love it that, uh, that they get the opportunity because it's... You've got to use it. When you don't finish in the top four, you need every advantage that you can get. Yep. And so if you're going to host at home, fifth or sixth, and you've got a, a home ground like Shark Park, yep. which is really difficult to win at as well. Yep. Yeah, I, I applaud the NRL on this decision. It rewards the fans and the team. Well done on that. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Lots of texts coming through on 0457 736. 736. Uh, some suggesting a name uh, that I could use in my wrestling match. Rooster Muzz says, Woogie, if you wear a Buzz Rothfield mask and rub KFC grease all over your body. That's just a normal Saturday night, Rooster yeah, Muzz. Yeah, true, true. What are you talking about? Uh, Woogie, I'll call in for some banana splits with you if that's cool. I'll bring caramel sauce. It's better than chocolate gummy guna. Well, that, that's an interesting debate as well. well when as I go I've got older, I've, I've, I've started to think caramel's a lot better than ca chocolate as it's, I've got older. It's for the refined gentleman. It's and the biggest it is, decision yeah. when you go to Macca's drive through and you get a Sunday. It's like, do I have hot chocolate or yep. hot? So you get both. Mm. Yeah, true. Uh, Bondi Jack says two years ago, South came from third. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I think it was last year they may have come from seventh. But there's one of the years. I think it was last year they came from seventh and Nelly made the... Yeah, so... Yeah, what, yeah they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, on with danger, I reckon the Dolphins and the Cows will get up. Stephen Dubbo. Woogie, Glenn's dreaming. Ban him. <laughs> yeah. Gundy Gunnar. Well, he's, not, he's not on the show next week. I can yeah. tell you that right now. Why not? He should be. No. Nah. No. Nah. You will. You'll let him. Mm. You'll really. Anything him. else there? There is. Uh, evening, boys. Regarding the Bulldog situation, can I assume, this is from Jace, some of the text is missing. That's not your fault, Jace. It's just uh, on the computer here. Can I assume players are fully aware of what the internal punishments are for team indiscretions? Yeah, they are most of the time. Sometimes your conditioners or your coach will, will just pull something out of the bag. You may not know what it is. Um, but I've got to say, you know, punishments have been going on since the game started in 1908. So... And it's never going to change. All right, break time. When we come back, we're going to look at uh, the games this weekend and tonight's game. This is Sports Day coming to you live from Suncorp Stadium. Thanks to Kia and World Gym. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sats and Jace coming to you live from Suncorp Stadium as we count down to Thursday Night Football. The Broncos and the Storm. SEN Lee coming your way from 7 o'clock tonight. Hey, quick mention. Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. You heard right. Just shop in store at Beaumont before November 12 and you're in with a chance. Make sure you check out those T's and C's. Who wouldn't want to be at American football's biggest day? In fact, probably one of the biggest sporting events in the world. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles. Make sure you get involved. Uh, before we get into our warm-up segment, thanks to Reem, except nothing less than Australia's best 
Reem, text from Tommy from Sydney Sats. I have to disagree with you boys. The Sharks' maximum crowd is 13,500. Yeah, you are right, Tommy. Yeah, the normal capacity is around 20,000. Um, but with but the, because with, of yeah. the re redevelopment, yeah. uh, last year the Cowboys felt like a club game. I think regional grounds are good for the regular season, not finals. Also, I get where you're coming from, Tommy, but I've got to say, you've got to use every advantage you can when you get the opportunity to host the final. And I think it's also a way to say thank you to the members as well uh, for, from the NRL. So I, I don't mind it. Well, coming from a, a club that played their finals at home as well, we've made the finals in 2000 and mm. 2003. Uh, once upon a time, every team just converged on Sydney. Yep. You had no choice. It was Parramatta Stadium, it was Allianz or Stadium Australia. So, um, yeah. I remember Canberra had to fight to have a game at home instead of having to go to Sydney Football Stadium. Uh, Bondi Jack, I expect nothing less from a Rooster supporter. Woogie, you dweeb. Shark Park is fitting an 11,000 crowd, not 22,000. Now listen, listen, Bondi Jack. Even on the Sharks website, it says 20,000. Stadiums Australia says 15,000. Yes, but with the construction, all right. 13,500. Rightio, let's look at uh, our warm-up segment tonight. The, the, the Broncos are chasing their first minor premiership in 23 years. The Storm have won 13 straight games against the Broncos, going back to 2017. Mass changes. I believe we're up to 20 changes now, Sachs. Well, Isaiah Katoa and Will Warbrick have... They, they've been named in the side, and they were at the start of the week, but they've since been pulled out of, of the side tonight. Uh, Katoa's played a lot of footy this year. Will Warbrick's had a couple of weeks off here and there. but um, So when you look at the Melbourne side, it's, it's very unlike the side we're used to seeing. Uh, when you weigh up both the sides, I've got to say, I, I think on paper, the Brisbane Broncos are a better side on paper. I think what everyone's excited about, I know I'm excited about it, is seeing Pappy run out in jersey number one, his first full game. Well, his first starting game, I should say, in, a, in you know, over a year. What do you reckon, so, Sats? Well, I think they'll just... They'll, They'll gauge how the game goes. So if they're leading by a lot after 50 minutes, they'll take him off. If they're losing by a lot after 50 minutes, they'll take him what off. What if the game's in the balance? What if do you the, do there? Well, if the game's in the balance... Do you just play him for a set amount of time and just bring him off? Like, yeah. you think 40, 50 minutes, maybe? Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it decides where they want to finish. Do they possibly try and finish third and hope the Warriors get beaten? Or are they happy just finishing fourth position? Either way... We may see the Broncos and the Melbourne Storm playing again week one of the finals. We've got to go. Matt Rogers is in the house, so everyone's got to, you know, they look him in the eyes or anything like that. Oh, you're you know sniffing again, eh? Yeah, okay. Except nothing yeah. less than Australia's best. It install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. How am I jock sniffing when I have work with him? Mm. You're an idiot. You change when he walks in the room. <laughs> Someone's jealous, aren't they? <laughs> hey, enjoy uh, your Thursday night footy. Uh, the Bronx versus the Storm. Mark Braybrooks, Scott Sattler and Matt Rogers will bring that to you shortly. Uh, Rat and I will be back with Sports Day on Monday night. Enjoy your footy. Round 27 action kicks off soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment.